to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now, another NBA edition. More importantly, we have Steven Sosa on the call today, and we're going to, be, as always, I don't talk basketball yeah. with anybody else. We're going to be chatting uh-huh. about the upcoming 2021-2022 season. That's a lot of 20s that you have to say, but really looking forward to it. We're recording this um, before Wednesday night's game, so we'll go a little bit over the Brooklyn um, the Brooklyn Buck, uh, Brooklyn Bucks, the the Nets versus Bucks, and then the Lakers versus Warriors game, and then kind of just what we're expecting for the rest of the season. But Stephen, how are you feeling after night one? Um, well, I didn't, I didn't actually see uh, a lot of the first game, and I didn't see any of the second game, but I saw the box score for both, and uh, I, I. Um, I feel that whichever team uh, this year leads the league in rebounds, um, uh, because like I've said before, I'm obsessed with rebounds. Um, Whichever team leads the league in rebounds during the regular season going into the playoffs, uh, that team I think will win the championship. And I think that team is going to be the Lakers. uh, did you watch the game last night? <laughs> I, know, uh, I, I shouldn't overreact too much, but that's kind of like, as a Lakers fan, I feel it's very kind, but I am not very optimistic on this season. Well, I, it's one game is, is the only thing, you know, I, uh, I didn't watch that game, but like I said, I saw the box score and I heard a little bit about it and everything, you know, cause I watched, uh, NBA news and stuff. Um, and uh, I saw that um, only Anthony Davis and LeBron James were in double figures. Um, uh, I think it's a problem uh, having Westbrook play off the ball. Um, I think they'll, they'll figure that out um, and figure out how to make it work. But I think the Lakers are going to be a team whose record uh, who will be better than their record uh, at the end of this regular season. I don't expect them to be first place in the West, um, but I expect them to be a top five team and then a very dangerous team in the playoffs. But I expect them to lead the league in rebounds. Uh, They have, uh, they definitely should be concerned about only two players uh, in their first game being in double figures and points. Um, they, they've got to have uh, more players scoring in double figures. Um, I think five players in double figures uh, is a pretty good um, uh, thing to shoot for for them, you know. Yeah. Um, getting five players in double figures, and they have players that can pass the ball. You know, LeBron, Rondo, of course, Westbrook led the league in assists last season. So uh, they're going to have to get more people involved. And I, I think a good, um, a good uh, measuring stick for them, a good way to. Um, um, you know, tell whether they're, whether they're playing well or not 
would be if they have five or more people in double figures and points. But I I expect them to lead the league in rebounds, and I expect them to win the championship uh, at the end of the season. I hope so. My concern right now with the Lakers is just what has Russell Westbrook done with championship caliber players? Two thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen finals with KD. Two thousand twelve. And then, what else has he done? I guess uh, with KD against the seventy three win Warriors, and they ended up losing that. Uh-huh. I think these statistics that we're seeing Westbrook, don't get me wrong, amazing. Like it's 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 so cool that he's gotten a triple double. What like three times in the last however many years? Four, yeah. four times now. Yeah, like so that's really cool. Like NBA triple double, NBA two K in it, out of his bum bum. That's super fantastic. And led but the league in assists. It does not lead to anything besides having cool stats with. And- all-star caliber players. If you just watched last night's game, like he can't have the ball in his hands as much as he has on other teams. LeBron needs the ball. Rondo's going to need the ball right now. I'd much rather have Rondo out there than Westbrook. Um, But unfortunately when you're paying someone $40 million a year, you got to play them. So that's my only concern. I don't know how well he's going to integrate since he can't shoot. Like I would just be like, yes, Russell Westbrook, just hold on to that ball as long as you want my friend. He's a he's a very streaky shooter, very streaky, uh, and uh, uh, obviously by that I mean he's inconsistent as a shooter, but sometimes he shoots well. Um, but uh, I think he and LeBron on the floor together can work. Um, I think the Lakers. I'll be surprised if they don't win at least fifty games. Uh, this season, but I don't expect them to have the best record in the league. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to play Rondo, LeBron, and Westbrook at the same time uh, because both Rondo and um, uh, both Rondo and Westbrook are not good off the ball. Uh, so, so uh, I think they can make LeBron and Westbrook work because LeBron has a decent jumper, you know, but, but Westbrook and Rondo and LeBron, I don't think that'll work with three guys that need the ball as much as those two guys do. Um, I don't think that'll work um, offensively. Uh, And AD, I'm not concerned about except for his his uh, tendency to get injured, you know. Uh, but um, you know, if he can stay healthy, um, he'll be he'll be one of the best players in the league. Um, and uh, you know, one one of the best four slash five men. In, in the league, you know, um, and uh, he can stretch the floor. Uh, we all know he plays well with his back to the basket. Uh, he's a great free throw shooter, not just for a big guy, but for anybody. Um, and uh, so 
I think it'll it'll work and they'll find a way to win the championship. And I think they'll end up leading the league in rebounds uh, this season. By the by, the end of the regular season, they will be the team that leads the league in rebounds. And I think uh, that is a uh, very good um, uh, indicator for success. You know, it's something. Like um, it, Pat Riley had a saying, he has a saying, no rebounds, no ring. I think that's still true, um, especially for a team that plays a fast pace, like I think the Lakers will. But um, because if you can rebound the ball, it makes it easier to play a faster pace, I think, you know. Um, but uh, simply because that's one of the easiest ways to start the fast break. Uh, uh, and of course, more rebounds means more possessions. So, you know, and they've got great rebounders on their team and Anthony Davis, Rondo's an underrated rebounder. LeBron's a great rebounder and Westbrook, of course, is a great rebounder. So I expect them to lead the league in rebounds um and i think that will uh propel them to a ring they'll get they'll win the championship um but milwaukee looks really good um i know the nets are going to be uh just really like if i just to interrupt you really quick okay here's what is scary about the like i was i know we were talking about this as far as the three inches away from the nets beating the bucks and the mike boonholes of i know we've talked about that before but watching them last night against the nets obviously sans Kyrie, the amount of confidence they have now is the issue that everyone's going to have to deal with i don't think they should have won the championship last year but they did and that has given them that swagger that you mean the holiday? Bucks. Yes, the Bucks. That holiday and Middleton needed to always be competing at like their top level. So, like, there's no oh, the Bucks are gonna choke again narrative that can happen during the playoffs because it's like, oh, they won, they won. So, like, yeah, and you could see it last night. Holiday was shooting like with no fear, and then um they got some other good shooters around them, and then Giannis as well is like making threes better and his free throws seemed pretty on point which if he can start making free throws good They're, good night good night talk to you later like the bucks probably will repeat yeah and i agree with that i agree with that because Giannis, if Giannis can just consistently make his free throws game after game you know make the majority of his free throws if not all of them uh and and i hear he's got a better routine uh uh, at the free throw line, um, he shoots them quicker, which I think is better because I think that's more like shooting in rhythm, you know. Um, and he seems to be. It seems that since last last season in the finals, uh, he's gotten better shooting free throws. And if Giannis becomes a good free throw shooter, yeah, nobody is going to beat the Bucks. In, in the playoffs. So, I mean, what I mean by that is 
they're they're going to win the championship, I think, if if Giannis uh, be, is a good free throw shooter and by and and for him, I think him being a good uh, free throw shooter is like somewhere in the seventies percentage wise in free throws because I don't think he's going to get to 80, 90 something percent uh, uh, efficiency as a free throw shooter. But if he can get somewhere in the seventies, um, yeah, look out, you know, um, I, I, that is uh, that and uh, uh, Milwaukee's uh, ability to defend um and obviously to rebound, they do those two things at a high level. And uh, I, I, I just think about it like this. Imagine if Shaq had been a 70-something percent free throw shooter, Dude. right? I, I have compared Giannis to Shaq. I have called Giannis and other people have called Giannis the modern Shaquille O'Neal. Um, and I think that's very accurate. Um, uh, and but also not like he can be like, not just can be, he already like from a mid range standpoint. Yeah. Better uh, around the basket. I'd say Shaq's still a little bit better than him, but that's because Shaq was like a billion pounds. Yeah. That being said, like if he's developing that shot and it looks like it, if he's shooting like 30% from three, that's mm-hmm. Would you take that? Like, I definitely would take that, but I don't know like how much if there's like, no, in order for him to be like better than Shaq, it has to be a 35%. Like all he has to do is improve his free throws, which it looks like he's done. Yeah. Um, so he's already, uh, we'll see what happens, Like, but he well, looked real good. All I'm night. saying is Shaq, like the closest thing to Shaq now is Giannis to me for sure. and, to, and to a lot of other people. And he puts up the numbers he puts up are very similar to the numbers Shaq put up when he was in his prime. But, uh, the reason I say if he's somewhere in the seventies as a free throw shooter, like that's still, you know, you shoot a hundred free throws, you make 70 of them, you know, um, imagine if Shaq had had that kind of efficiency at the, at the free throw line, you know, if he had been a 70 some odd percent free throw shooter at any point in his uh, career um, with how unstoppable he was uh, in the paint, like, you know, um, he, his team would have won the championship every year, I think, you know, like, uh, so I, because I compare Giannis to call Giannis a modern day Shaquille O'Neal, uh, I, I think, and stats wise, uh, what Giannis does is very similar to Shaq in his prime, you know, um, the, the numbers, when you look at the numbers, uh, they're very similar to, to what Shaq used to do. So I, I look at Giannis to go, you know, he, he did great at the free throw line during the finals last year, last season. And, uh, if, and he did pretty good last night. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did, did, uh, did a pretty good job last night. I think if he can be at least a 70% free throw shooter, um, as a, as sort of the modern day Shaquille O'Neal, the guy who, you know, 
finishes at the basket as well as he does, gets into the paint as well as he does. Uh, and, you know, he and he will nobody will will beat them in the playoffs in the seven game series. You know, they'll win the championship. That's what I mean by imagine if Shaq had shot 70 percent at any point from the free throw line at any point in his career. OK, yep. would, um, would, you, would you agree with me? Yeah. And yeah. last night, Giannis was seven for nine. So and then one for four from three. So apparently yeah. I didn't watch the entire game. Apparently I saw the only three that he made. So maybe I should yeah. take that walk that back a little bit. But yeah, they're looking well, mighty scary and I'm pumped for it. Yeah, I, I've said this before. I would like to see him never shoot another three in his career, which won't happen. But I I wish he would just shoot like good open mid-range shots and take it to the basket otherwise, you know. Uh and and because that's the way that he'll be the most dangerous. But at least he didn't shoot, in my opinion, but at least he didn't shoot uh very many three-point shots and uh was efficient, you know, shooting the three. So that's a good sign. And uh, seven for nine, that's great for anyone, you know. Uh, so seven for nine from the line. Um, if if he continues to shoot the ball well from the free throw line, uh, Milwaukee will repeat as champions if he does that the, consistently the whole season, you know. And that that's why, again, that's why, I, I think of Shaquille O'Neal because I think of Shaq a lot when I look at the numbers that Giannis puts up. You know, I think of Shaq in his prime. And if Shaq had been a 70-something percent free throw shooter, nobody would have ever beaten his teams when he was in his prime. You know, yeah. no nobody, that his teams would have won the championship every year. Are you kidding me? There was like a, what, like a, like forever that, you know, years and years over a decade where you had to, you had to either foul Shaq really hard or wrap him up. You know, you had to foul him to stop him from scoring in the post. Um, with Giannis is similar. And if Giannis can be a decent free throw shooter, um, I, I, I'm scared for the rest of the league's in trouble, you know, Yes. And also just like looking forward to it, like last night, having those four teams play last night, I think was great. I think we need to see obviously Luca Phoenix. Yeah. Maybe a couple other teams. Mm -hmm. Besides that, I feel like last night was a good indicator of what, what, direction, <laughs> what direction, obviously a lot can change. Someone could loot bust their Achilles and their season's right. over, yada, yada. But In injury always, you know, is, is a big, uh, yeah. We're going to see a lot of, uh, we're going to see a lot of fun this, this season. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy that we're starting at like a normal time as opposed to like, you know, what the, the pandemic has done to everybody. I, I know like we should probably should have made our predictions prior to watching anybody play, but I got to go. Bucks. Only, I got to go bucks, man. 
Yeah, it's only one game, but hey, the Bucks. I think that's a pretty good uh, prediction for who you think's going to win the championship, right? I want the that, Lakers to win, but I don't even. But, I am going to go against the curve. I don't think the Lakers make the championship. I do yeah. think they'll make it to the Western Conference Finals, but I don't think that they're going to. Honestly, I'm not even sure of that. Like, I, I'll have to see the rest play out. But I know going into it, it's, it's been a lot of chatter around Lakers, Bucks, and Nets. If uh-huh. Kyrie can't play, which that sucks having all of these things up in the air for making predictions, but I really like, I really like, I the Bucks like they're better than they were. Yeah, three I months think, ago. I think so too. Uh, and, uh, uh, I think that, uh, that whichever team leads the league in rebounds, like I said, will win the championship at the end of the season, I think. Uh, and I think that team's going to be the Lakers, but that said, Milwaukee could do it. Um, uh, some other teams could do it, you know, um, Denver could do it. Whichever team leads the league in rebounds, which I think is going to be the Lakers, but whichever team does it, leads the league in rebounds going into the playoffs, that's who I think wins the championship. Milwaukee, of course, is definitely um, a championship contender. Um, I'm really excited to see how Chicago plays, how New York plays. Um I think Boston will be pretty much the same story as they've been the past few years, you know, a, a good solid playoff team, um, solid on both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively uh, good Tatum and uh, Jason Tatum and uh, uh, Jalen Brown will, will have, uh, make Boston keep Boston competitive so Boston will make uh, the playoffs I think they're a shoe in as long as Tatum and and uh, Brown don't get a serious injury um, uh, the Golden State Warriors I, I'm hearing people say that uh, they were so fun last night like it was terrifying like because they're playing the Lakers but they're such a like their team, and they don't even have clay yet. Like, yeah, they're just clicking. Finally, it seems like with uh, with all the players that they have and the additions of, um, yeah, I forget that guy. I don't even know how to say that guy's name. The white European dude. He did like it was so funny, guys. I forgot it. Bel- Belica, Be- Belica. I don't know how to say his name, but yeah, he did. I forgot he was on their team. Did this amazing no look like behind, not behind his back, but like threw it backwards behind him to someone okay. cutting. Like a, like a, a pass oh. to a, like a pass to a trailer without. Yeah. Running. I was just like, Oh my goodness. That was an amazing. And then I was like, Oh, all right. So that's like a veteranish guy. That's going to be huge for them. That's it was, it was yeah. a beautiful thing. Oh, so really quick, Steven, I think, uh, cause I know originally like when we were talking about this, we we're going to do like predictions for the season. I think the only prediction I'm really interested in is who we think is going to win the championship, which I guess you're just saying whoever gets rebounds, whatever. Um, Well, (laughs) well, then you said, and you think it'll be the Lakers. Yeah. I said, I think it'll be the Lakers. And I said, but 
whoever, whichever team leads the league in rebounds going into the playoffs is who I think will win the championship. So I'm interested in who you think will win the championship, who you think will be the MVP, and then lastly, just a bold prediction, and I'll be the judge on if it's bold or not, and then for my bold prediction, you'll be the judge on if mine is bold or not for um, for the upcoming season. So who do you think is going to win MVP? Uh, I will say Giannis. That's who I agree. That's who I think it's going to be. I think the narrative is all set up for him. He's going to be better this year. Probably should have won it last year. So, yeah, I think it's going to be Giannis. Uh, Giannis played very well uh, last night. Uh, and and I think uh, Giannis and the whole Bucks team, they want to repeat really bad, you know. Yeah. So So they're going to be really good. Giannis is is gonna play out of his mind good, and I expect him uh, to be the league MVP, especially if he uh, can continue to shoot well from the free throw line. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then the other thing, what's your uh, what's your bold prediction? My bold prediction. Uh, the Chicago Bulls will make the second round. Hmm. We'll make the second round. I know that's like a big jump, but considering they got DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, they still have Zach Levine, and like they had all of those. I'm, And it's in an Eastern Conference that is relatively weak besides the top like four teams. So, mm-hmm. okay, make the second round. They'll have to beat one of those top four teams. I'll allow it. I'll allow the bold prediction. <laughs> it, well, if that's not bold enough for No, you, I think it is. I think it is because, like, I don't think they can beat Brooklyn, Atlanta, or um, Brooklyn, Atlanta. Who's the other one? Or Milwaukee. Or Milwaukee. Thank you. Maybe they can beat the Heat. The Heat have rekindled pretty pretty well. So it's those are yeah. – I'd be very impressed if they could beat any of those four teams. Yeah. Um, I, I think – they'll get beaten by those three teams you just named the Hawks. Uh, the they'll get beaten in a seven game series by the Hawks. Uh, all the teams you just named Milwaukee. And what was the other one? The Nets. Milwaukee Nets heat. And who's the other one? Milwaukee heat Nets. Nets. Uh, Brooklyn. Why Brooklyn. am I, why am I forgetting this right now? I just had the four. Milwaukee Heat, Nets, Brooklyn. Oh, wait. <laughs> Milwaukee <laughs> yeah, I, Heat. I see what you did there. Um, F, why can't I remember? Uh, Milwaukee Heat. Oh, the Hawks. The Hawks. The Hawks. Right, the Hawks. Um, that's, that's, that's the Hawks for you, though. They kind of quietly are really good, I think, you know. I don't know if it's quiet anymore, bro. Well, because they don't get – they don't really get talked about as a championship contender, you know, um, but everybody recognizes that they are a really good team, you know, now at least. Yeah. Um, my bold but, prediction. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. But um, uh, they definitely, the Hawks definitely um, are, are, a championship contender, a team that has to be 
uh, a team to be reckoned with, you know, um, and uh, they're very good. Uh, they're one of the best teams in the league, Eastern, whether you're talking Eastern or Western Conference, you know, uh, I think that doesn't matter as much now. Uh, the the conferences, you know, I don't think one's necessarily uh, much more competitive than the other. Um, and I I said that in the previous podcast that that the league, is, I think, is more competitive. Uh, but yeah, Atlanta is definitely uh, a very a very good team uh, that could possibly make the finals. You know, I agree. So here's my. I don't know if this is bold or not, though. I don't think it's. You'll judge. You'll judge me. Okay. I have two, so I have my backup one just in case. And I think my I, back- I'll say this, Alex. I'll. I'll slightly change my bold prediction, okay? Real quick. I thought that was a good one, though. If the Bulls make the second round, that's actually very surprising. <laughs> okay. Well, well, the Bulls will make the second round, but I have another prediction. The Bulls lead the league in points. Okay. The Bulls lead. Okay. 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 That's all. I, I like the second round one better because that's easier to track for me. <laughs> well, both both of those, and you can just look at uh, who are the league leaders in points per game. You know, during the regular season, I I I'll say I think it's going to be the Bulls because of the style that that they're going to play. They're going to play uh, very fast paced, and uh, I just see them scoring a lot of points so i think they're going to score a lot of points because they're they're like a fast breaking team they got lonzo's a great passer um demar Derozan is actually a um a great passer um and they've they it, it looks like they are a team that gets up and down the floor. So there's going to be a lot of possessions in the games that they play if they're able to play their fast pace. And, uh, and so for that reason, I, 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 I'll add that to my bold prediction. So I think I have two bold predictions, uh, both Chicago related. Chicago will make the second round. And they will. And Michael Jordan will come out of retirement and lead them to their seventh championship in franchise history. No, uh, I, I just think that uh, I, I, I have two bowls related. Oh, I see what you just did. Bold B U L L E D predictions. I see what you did there. I see what you Uh, did. Well, that's what you did, but (laughs) I, I, uh, I those are my predictions. Bold. I I've got two this time, but those are my predictions, and uh, that the Bulls will make the second round, and that the Bulls will lead the league in points uh, scored per game. All right, you ready for mine? Yes. The Golden State Warriors will make it to the NBA Finals. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know if they will win. But I believe that this injury luck will be on their side. Watch this. Steph gets injured in the next game. Injury luck will be on their side this year. 
The West is pretty wide open considering what I saw from the Lakers last night. Talent-wise, they're right there with uh, Phoenix, the Jazz. The difference between them and, let's say, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, or the Jazz is that they've been there before. The only other team that they might have a problem with is going to be the Lakers or the Suns. And I think that... I think that I think it's their time. It's their time to get back there. I don't think they're going to win, but I, I feel like the it's the Warrior season. Yeah, um, I I think that's a very that again once again uh, uh, I've said this before in, in previous podcast episodes. Uh, um, uh, in a previous podcast episode, you predicted that Kawhi Leonard was going to win the league MVP in in one of the episodes. <laughs> and, and and I thought that was a pretty solid, uh, bold prediction because of how good he was playing and how uh, under the radar he was. You know, he wasn't a guy that was getting talked about for league MVP very much at that time, but he was having a very good year. I think uh, saying that Golden State, um, with all their talent and experience and uh everything they have a great coach um you know uh Steph and Clay and Draymond and all those guys uh they I think um they'll definitely they're definitely uh going to be a strong contender um so I think that that's a solid bold prediction thank you uh, thank and, you for your uh, approval yeah and uh um, going back to the Lakers, I think considering the fact that only two players uh, last night, they only had two players that scored in double figures and they still only lost by seven points uh, is actually kind of uh, it's kind of a good sign because they didn't play that well last night and they only lost by seven. You know, so I'm hopeful that the Lakers will uh, will figure out the whole Westbrook LeBron thing, Westbrook LeBron Rondo thing. I don't think Westbrook and Rondo should play on the floor at the same time uh, because they're both ball dominant guys that aren't great shooters, you know, but LeBron and Westbrook together, they can play together because I think LeBron's a good enough jump shooter that the two of them Westbrook and LeBron can play on the floor at the same time and be successful. But, uh, that I, I, I'm hopeful actually, even though they lost, uh, last night, I'm hopeful, uh, that they're going to do very well and win the championship and lead the league in rebounds because, uh, like I said, uh, they didn't do so well uh, last night. They only had two players. But really double- quick, but really quick though, Stephen, the Warriors didn't play that well either. I, I don't know if you're looking at the box score. Don't look at the box score. The well, Warriors did not play very well last night either, but they still won. Well, I I I I admit I didn't watch uh, the game last night, and all I all I got from the game was what I saw in the box score mm-hmm. and what I heard for, in, from NBA news on TV. 
but uh, I because you're right, only two players scored in double figures, but both of those players scored over thirty points. Right, um, right. So I get, I get where you're. I do get where you're, where you're coming from when you say that. But like overall, like the Warriors did not play very well. Like besides guys whose name I can't pronounce very well. Um, well, like Steph played not great. Draymond Steph, was. Steph still got a triple double with 21 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds. Mm-hmm. So was, he didn't play well for him, probably. But you know, compared to compared to. If you're, it's not. It, but I, what? So my reason for saying this though is well, that's why it bodes so well for them because really their best players last night were Jordan Poole and uh-huh. guy whose name I can't pronounce. Like those guys both played very very well. So if Steph is playing well and Draymond is playing well and those guys just are three quarters of uh, so guy whose well, name I can't pronounce and Jordan Poole are three quarters of what they were last night. Like uh-huh. dangerous. Muy peligroso, yeah. as they say. They're, in they're our... definitely they're definitely a dangerous uh, championship contending team. Like um, I, as quickly as they cannot use Draymond, man. Draymond is I, I like he, the soul of the team, and definitely like the heartbeat. So I guess the heart and soul, but he's yeah. not who he used to be. Um, yeah, but he's also still... fun seeing Iguodala play. Just throwing that out there, it was fun seeing him play uh, yesterday. Yeah, but. Uh, Draymond is still um, a good facilitator, good ball mover, you know, and still a very good rebounder. He's just dropped off defensively and he's never been a great shooter. You know, Um, he's kind of hot and cold as a jump shooter. Um, So uh, the two areas where he's dropped off are, I mean, the, the main area where he's dropped off is, on defense, but, uh, he still, um, can, can shoot past dribble. Um, and he, so he's a triple threat and he's a guy that can run your offense and allows Steph and clay and other people to play off the ball, you know? Um, so Draymond, I think is still very valuable and I don't think they win a championship without him help you know without him in the playoffs uh they're they're not going to win the championship yeah I, I would say like rest him during the regular season and then just be like use all of that energy in the playoffs because really to me really uh Steph Curry as great as he is to me he's not really a true point guard no not at uh, all and and uh although he got a triple double last night <laughs> he, he did i'm just he, i'm just kidding steven he, yeah he did but uh i think steph uh is just really um more of a great basketball player uh than than he's just a great basketball player he's not you know a great point guard he's not a true anything uh, he's, he's just a great basketball player. You know what I mean? I he agree. does, he does, he does everything pretty much, uh, well, there's nothing that I think you can say is a weakness in his game. Um, and people will say he's not good defensively. I disagree with that. Um, but, um, because he's at least smart defensively, which is like, uh, I 
I he being a smart defensive player can make up for a lack of um you know what you what you lack athletically uh being a smart player defensively that can that can make up for a lot of that uh make up for a lot lack of uh athleticism but uh I've always said I think Steph is the biggest triple threat in NBA history maybe in the history of the sport and um he he can he has the three skills uh being able to shoot pass and dribble he does those three things uh better than anybody ever you know if you as so as a triple threat he's the best triple threat ever biggest triple threat ever and uh um so so i i don't think that he's a a true any position he's just a great basketball player you yeah, know i agree awesome well any other uh, points that you want to that you want to hit steven um i i am thinking uh i uh expect i expect uh the new york knicks to do better uh this year than they did last season but i'll be surprised if they make it past like uh the first round but but i still expect uh their record uh to be better this year their regular season record i expect to be better than it was last season so i expect them to improve and be an exciting team to watch um and be still be one of the best defensive teams in the league and you know randall is obviously the face of their franchise and he's going to continue to be i think uh so they're they're going to be a fun team to watch again this year but um i don't see them getting out of the first round and uh and uh do you know my do you want to know what my backup bold prediction was the new york knicks make the play-in game but are not they would not finish in the top eight they would be either ninth, 10th or 11th yeah um i i think that could happen but i mean obviously i have a lot of faith in the knicks as i've uh voiced on this uh you know what makes it hard steven like i i just realized why it's hard it's because nobody plays in the regular season anymore so it's hard to actually make predictions about the regular season because like yeah, if the Knicks are playing teams that are just giving up and like there's like up, oh, we're just gonna give the Knicks this game, the and Knicks it's not just happening. And it's not just happening for the Knicks. This is happening for a lot of teams where it's like, oh, I guess Kawhi's not showing up tonight, so the Clippers right. are gonna lose to the Pelicans or whatever. Right. It makes it so hard to like make those kind of value judgments. And and you're right, but I will uh, counter what you just said. I'll push back against that with this. Uh, uh, the most consistent thing that you can play, the most consistent thing that you can do uh, in basketball is play defense, you know, play good defense. You can play good defense consistently uh, game after game in basketball. Uh, generally speaking, that's the most consistent thing you can do in, in the game of basketball. And uh, uh, the Knicks are – 
at least last season, and I don't expect this to change. Last season, they were a top five defense in the league. I think they play hard uh, uh, regular season or playoffs. They showed that last season. I have no reason to to think otherwise, you know, of them this season. I expect them to play hard every single game. Uh, I think they're going to bring it defensively every single game. And uh, so – uh, I expect them to be a shoe in for the playoffs. Um, if they're anything less than top five, I will be surprised. Uh, a top five in the playoff picture, right? So, yeah. so I expect them to be in the top five, um, uh, in as in defensive as a as a defensive team, I expect them to be top five, you know. And uh, top one of the top five defensive teams, you know, because they defend, they defend every game, uh, and they they defend very well. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. So I expect them to be top five in as a defensive team, and top five in the whole league, and then uh, top five as far as uh, seating goes, you know. Awesome. Well, uh, this was really fun, Stephen. I'm looking forward to, we'll probably um, start doing these more frequently now that the season is, is back and upon us. Um, All right. So I really appreciate uh, you taking the time today. And then um, the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Give us one more chance to change your mind.